I've been praying for the non-believers. All my neighbors thinking I will leave her. Awful eager to fall for all deceivers. They don't care what the creator prefers. They don't believe in walking up to Peter. They don't believe in God, Jesus either. Go from breeders and the instant reapers. Listen to the tweeters, the twisted leaders, misdemeanors. Then you go for felonies. Hello, welcome to Be Vigilant. I'm your host, Matt Dean. Today with me, as always, is my wife and co-host Becky. Today's show is sponsored by longtime listener and supporter Valerie M. Once again, we thank you so much for your prayers and for financial support that keeps us on the air on ACN on Thursdays at 3 p.m. Becky, it's uh, an exciting day, is it not? Uh, I thought I could stump her with that one. Nope, I guess not. I was stumped. I didn't know why it was exciting. Yeah. Well, you know, if you've listened to the show before, she doesn't like me to ask her how she's doing. So I tried to tell her how she was doing. That didn't work either. Imagine that. Hey, mm-hmm. if you guys listen and you like what we hear and you'd like to share it with your friends, we do have a digital, downloadable, shareable on Amazon, Spotify. You can find it on Google. Podbean. Go to Podbean. Download the app. Share it with your friends and family. We would love that. Because we love sharing God's word and the truth that we find out there. If you like to help keep us on the air, 509-818-7818. If you would like to partner with us, we can advertise your business on this show. To all three of our listeners? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Who knows where it will go from there? And we appreciate all uh, the help over the the time that our friends at Church and State. So if you're listening at 3 on ACN, stay tuned at 3.30. Hear what they have on Church and State. Always have great interviews. That, I'm excited. I'm not going to say who. We do have a good interview coming up here within a week. Hopefully we'll lock that down. If you'd like to be on the show, maybe you have a ministry, maybe you have uh, something that you would like to share with the world, once again, contact us either through social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Gab, or old-fashioned way shoot us a text 509-818-7818 so becky has some uh words from the bible that she'd like to share today as well do i so what did you want to start out with today yeah well good old proverbs Mm -hmm. so i was reading proverbs Mm -hmm. 30 23 this morning yeah and it's Well, I think everybody can kind of get something from this, so I'll just go ahead and read it. Mm -hmm. When thou sittest to eat with a ruler, consider diligently what is before thee, and put a knife to thy throat, if thou be a man given to appetite. Be not desirous of his dainties, for they are deceitful meat. Labor not to be rich, cease from thine own wisdom. Wilt thou set thine eyes upon which is not? For the riches certainly make themselves wings. They fly away as an eagle toward heaven. Eat thou not the bread of him that hath an evil eye, neither desire thou his dainty meats. For he, for as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, saith he to thee, but his heart is not with thee. The morsel which thou hast eaten, thou shalt vomit up and lose thy sweet words. Mm-hmm. In other words, don't trust anybody, especially if they're rich. Oh, but what if I was rich? I just, I just said, mm-hmm. don't trust anybody, especially if they're rich. Okay. So they're just trying to trick you. Mm-hmm. It, you know, usually rich people are greedy, and they got rich by 
for a reason. Mm -hmm. And this is telling you, basically, don't trust a man who says, come, eat at my table, eat whatever you want. And don't make an idol of rich people, rich things. When it says here, for riches certainly make themselves wings, they fly away as an eagle toward heaven. Mm -hmm. What's that tell you? The gown. Yeah. You can't take any of it with you, so yep. why collect it here on earth? Yeah, or why make an idol of it, like you said, mm -hmm. because it's going to get you nothing but pain and suffering mm -hmm. and being left away from the Lord. And trying to improve, I mean, not improve. Sorry, I got distracted. Mm -hmm. Trying to befriend, you know, there's always those weaselly people that are trying to sidle up to the rich people and get them to trust them. And, and really, you're just as bad as the rich person. Yeah. So, anyway. That's, mm -hmm. It just, when I was reading it this morning, I thought, hmm, yeah, don't trust anyone. I've always felt that way. Don't trust anyone ever? Ever. Ah, okay. Especially rich people. Yep. Yeah, I mean. Money, the love of money is there the root of all evil, and this is where it starts. This is, you know, this is way back in Proverbs. Mm-hmm. Many, many, many thousands of years ago. Maybe not many, many, many thousands, but it was a long time ago. Yeah. Money has always been an issue. That's funny that you were reading Proverbs, and so was I this morning, different chapters. I was reading chapter 8, verse 12. I wisdom dwell with prudence and find out knowledge of witty inventions. I just like that one, right? That's always a fun one to say. Yeah, I always like this verse because it... It talks about witty inventions, right? Mm -hmm. Because I wisdom dwell with prudence and find out knowledge of witty inventions. Like the uh, in chapter 1, verse 6, right? The knowledge of dark sayings. Mm -hmm. is really that <clears throat> Solomon was writing these things. Solomon? Solomon. 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 That if you are not prudent, like it says, if you're not diligent and intentional about how you want to go about your Christian life, you're not going to get there. Mm -hmm. The next verse says, The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride, arrogancy, and the evil way, and the froward mouth do I hate. So we're talking about knowledge here in the abstract, I guess, saying that knowledge is a person. Mm -hmm. And so that the fear of the Lord is to hate the evil and the arrogancy in the evil way. It, right? And the next verse goes on to say, counsel is mine and sound wisdom. So if we were to, to be with a pure heart for the Lord, these are the things that we have to hate. These are the things that we have to do. That's what I really like about Proverbs. It lays it out there for you. And it it is the, it's a good instruction manual, mm -hmm. I guess you could call it. The do's and the do nots. Yeah. Right? And if we drop down to, I don't know my glasses on. Verse 22, the Lord possessed me in the beginning of his way before his works of old. God knew everything already, right? Mm -hmm. That's what he's saying. That He possessed him <clears throat> in the beginning. So when we think about what we're striving for, it's to be what God had planned all along. Mm -hmm. He knew the fall was coming. He knew that sin was coming, but he made a way. And he made that way before. If you think about that too, sometimes I take solace in that. When I look at a sin-filled world, 
<clears throat> excuse me, and I, I look at all my shortcomings, but I knew that God already knew that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think we get too wrapped up in, you know, looking at others' faults or just looking how this world is burning down, literally. Yeah. Burning. But then we forget that nothing surprises God. Right. God knew that he needed to make a way for us to get sinless back into heaven with him, and he did it. He did it in his time. You know, I'm sure there's probably some Bible scholars much more smart than me. Much that, more smarter? Yeah, much more smarter than me. They could tell you why Jesus came in exactly the exact time that he did. And, you know, there's probably words in the Bible to unlock that. But all I know, as a layman, layman's terms here, is he did come. And we should take solace, like I said, in that, that the way has been made. In, in the last verse here, that I want to drop all the way down to the bottom. But he that sinneth against me wrongeth his own soul. All that hate me love death. Mm-hmm. That's the problem with the world. They don't realize that. Right. When you hate God, you're hating yourself. Mm-hmm. When you've decided to live purposely for a life of sin, you're not living your best life. You know, that's what everybody's like to say. Live your best life. Yeah. Hey, new ageism. Joel Osteen. Exactly. But it's true. And I'm not telling you, Christian, live your best life. I'm saying if you truly want to have true peace, you can't hate the Lord. You've got to give him, you got to give him your best and he'll give you more than you could ever imagine. And people think that just because they didn't say, I reject Jesus, that that's not hate. But when you're choosing to just because you don't say it. Mm-hmm. I've had people say that to me, like, why do, Why are you going to heaven? Well, because I haven't rejected Jesus. Well, you haven't accepted him. Yeah, so fair enough, yeah. by process of elimination, you've rejected him. Mm-hmm. You. And so, and when you reject him, you're saying, I would rather love the horrible things of this world than you, so therefore you love evil, hate, and death. Mm-hmm. And Satan's made it very tricky. We'll go over some news stories that lead down this road but like becky said if you have if you haven't accepted him you rejected him and that's what we as christians and we need to share with the world okay if you have not openly accepted him we need you to get to that point mm-hmm. we don't you need to get to that point we need to help you get to that point yeah through the word of god yes through our discipleship we need to be strong in the word of god so that we can share it Share it correctly. Becky alluded. Oh, don't shove it down people's throats. I was thinking more of Joel Osteen, you know, oh. Kenneth Copeland, Joel They're Osteen. They're not actually sharing anything. They think they are. They're sharing self-help, yep. which is anti-God. And their mega churches could have congregations of people going to hell thinking they're not. That's the mm-hmm. sad part mm-hmm. of this fake Christianity that's out in the world today. You know, if our theology differs on a few different things, we'll figure that out in heaven. But if your theology is to look at a new Jesus, a different Jesus, a different God. Or all roads lead to heaven. Yeah, or all roads. You're sending people to hell. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I don't know what hell exactly is, but is there a special place in hell, like they say, for those kind of men and women? I don't know. When you fool people into thinking that their money will get them into heaven or that they deserve things here on earth. We deserve nothing here mm-hmm. except for death. Yep. So that's that's where Becky, you'll hear Becky and I 
call these men out and women because that is the bottom line. They're false teachers. So yeah. many of them. People get angry, you know. I've had people tell me on Facebook many times that I'm just causing strife and divisions and all this when I call out false teachers, but really that's what we're supposed to do. Mhm. And they're leading people straight to hell. Yeah. They're paving the way for them to go to hell, but I'm be- and here's why. I'll give you an example of why I do this kinds of thing, do these kinds of things. Because you enjoy it. I learned that a newer Christian is following and listening to Jesse Duplantis. Mm-hmm. I, he is the rank heretic of all of them. Yep. If you've never listened to Jesse Duplantis... Consider yourself lucky. Yeah. But, and I would almost say don't. Yeah. But, but it's almost laughable at how arrogant this guy is. He thinks he's better than God. He thinks he's got more money than God. I mean, and the things that come out of his mouth, I am appalled at. And then I learned of a new Christian that's following him mm-hmm. and listening to his words and telling other people, well, I just heard Jesse DePlantis. I, I my stomach flipped, did mm-hmm. a flip when I thought, when I learned that this guy is following him. And I said, somebody needs to tell him. He's not easily reachable either, mm-hmm. this young Christian. Someone yeah. needs to tell him. Who Jesse Duplantis is. I mean, and that's that's the, the walk we have to choose. People say that we might be skewed in our theology, but... No, because my theology is straight out of the Bible. Exactly. It's not skewed. It, and it's because people, you know, they say, oh, you read only KJV. When it does have some big words in it, I guess. Or But here's the thing, is we have a reason that we read KJV mm-hmm. and it's not because it's hard to or easy to understand. That's not a reason. That's, that's an opinion, mm-hmm. but we have a factual reason why we read the KJV and most other people that read different translations. I mean, cause it's easier to understand. Well, you're not understanding the correct terminology. The, yeah. The, the original texts, mm-hmm. they're not translated correctly in most other Bibles. Yeah. So if you, if you don't know, the KJV was translated from the Texas Receptus, right? Mm-hmm. And from the old Hebrew, I forget, the Talmud? Talmud. 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 Is it Talmud or Talmud? I don't know. Hey, let's let's uh, put that one on the back burner. But what I'm saying is, if your translation, NIV, which has, I'm sure, a lot of people have come to Christ through the NIV, mm-hmm. but it's missing things. And the people that translated it admitted that they didn't have the whole text. Okay. So then you move into these other newer versions that think that, well, okay, I translated this translation A from translation B, which came from C, which came from D, down the line. It's like that old game of telephone, right? Mm-hmm. We start that around the classroom, and by the time the 30th kid says it, it is not anywhere near what the first person started the, mm-hmm. the telephone. When you water down the gospel, you're not helping anyone. Mm-mm. When you allow the gospel to be taken as opinion, you're not helping anyone. Mm-hmm. The gospel was left here for us as truth and life. Mm-hmm. That is what we should be basing our daily actions on. And, okay, I'm sorry if you take offense to these. What I'm saying is you need to find the root of everything. If you read a word, go back to how was it translated from Greek? Mm-hmm. 
Because, you know, I had an eye-opener this week. You know, when it says gifts in the New Testament, and a lot of people take that as spiritual gifts. But you got to go back to the root wording in Greek, and it's two different words. Yeah, there's two different w- forms of gifts yeah. in the Bible. Like how many how many words for love is there in, in Greek? Eight, I yeah, think. Yeah, it's a lot. So this language that we, you know, that the New Testament mostly was transcribed from is much more complex. And people say English was hard. Can't. But if you think about it, English, there's a lot of words for love too, right? Mm-hmm. So these are the things that you need to look out for. These are the things that you need to challenge yourself for. Because I'm going to tell you what, when you allow God to challenge you, you're going to be pushed. Mm-hmm. We're not here to be comfortable. You know, these are these are the truths. We need to be uncomfortable in sharing the gospel. We need to be uncomfortable with learning the gospel. I don't think I've ever been comfortable in my life. Yeah. <laughs> for many different reasons, and so now it's just a different reason that I'm uncomfortable. But it's a good reason. Yeah. Still uncomfortable, though. Mm-hmm. You look like you got something there. No, I was just... I had written down in my Bible about why KJV, because it was translated from the Textus Receptus and the other version of the Bible that's a little more updated that's also translated from the same script, whatever, mm-hmm. is the modern English version. There you go. If you're not liking the, the doths and the thous, and maybe you can go that way. So the modern English version is just the KJV, but with this day, modern English. Mm-hmm. And that's whatever version you are reading. Do some searches. Figure yeah. out where. ESV, Calvinist Bible. Mm-hmm. They get a lot of things right. But they've changed a couple. Did they? Mi- yeah. Minuscule verses in that book that turn it into, turn those verses that they like. There's a few more in there that they skew mm-hmm. to make it sound like you're predestined to be saved. Yeah. And or, there's also you're another. Not. The Jehovah's Witness Bible, I don't remember that, but they they called Jesus a God, not mm-hmm. the God. Yeah. And I mean, okay. That's the Jehovah's well, Witness Bible. There's a lot of versions also of the Bible that get Son of the Morning, that uh, Day of the Lord, the Day of Christ mixed up. Those are two very different things. Yeah. There's a couple Bibles that get... Um, so. The reason that we have um, Luciferians and people that say Satan is not the bad guy is because of bad Bible translations. I'm not even kidding. Mm-hmm. Because um, the bright and morning star, um, the angel of light, you know, who's the bright and morning star? Jesus. Who's the angel of light? Satan. And he's also called a couple other names in the Old Testament that people have taken and... Um, skewed and turned them into basically Satan is the savior mm-hmm. because of bad translations. Well, and because of Satan himself. But yeah. Because that's what he's doing. And that's, yeah, that's what they say that's going to happen. That's what the Bible scholars say is that Satan will create false religions here on earth so that you think that you're doing the right thing when you're doing the wrong thing. And when, when it says in the Bible that there's going to be a great deception, I don't think it's going to be like, Hey, take the mark of the beast. Trust me. Wink, wink. Mm-hmm. No, it's going to be through religion. And, yep. it, and we are already seeing it with this um, new apostolic reformation 
um, New Age movement, mm -hmm. um, Eastern mysticism, all of those are merging into one false religion. And these people don't even know that they're being deceived, which is what being deceived is. And a great deception coming from God is going to be something you're not just going to pick out. Yep. And that's what will usher in the horror of Babylon, correct? Mm-hmm. We didn't know we were going to get into a big talk about the book of Revelation today here. That's what I love about this show. Mm -hmm. We just kind of freewheel it. I hope you guys enjoy it. But it's true. And this kind of leads back to where I went with this Proverbs 23 this morning is trusting the people that say, come sit at my table. I have nothing but good blessings for mm -hmm. you. These TV evangelists, Jesse Duplantis, Joel yeah. Osteen, and then not just them. They're just the famous ones. Yeah. but They wrote books and now they're rich. But those are the type of, well, that, that's not, yeah, but they also bilk people for their money. Oh, yeah, but I'm send saying there's- Send me there's money and I'll send you a blessing. Plenty of preachers that are on the same line as them that haven't written a book yet. And oh, yeah. So we don't know their name. Very true. But, I mean- They haven't been on Oprah yet. We can't trust- Man, and that goes to Proverbs one eighteen eight. It's better to trust in the Lord, and I'm butchering this. Better to trust in the Lord than man, basically, mm -hmm. is what. And in the KJV, that is the very middle verse in the Bible. In fact, I'm going to open that up and read it so that I don't butcher it because. Why she's getting how there? Amazing that the very middle verse of the Bible says to trust in God and not man. Here it is. Psalm 118.8, it is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. So there I guess I didn't totally butcher it. You just didn't KJV it, but correct. you did like a NIV slash. Don't ever say that to me <laughs> again. My bad. It is so true. And it, along with that, and as Becky was talking about it, and I might have blurted it out, you know, if your preacher's been on Oprah, maybe don't let that person be your preacher. Yeah. If your preacher has been on Oprah and called her out, for being a Satanist. Hey, there. That's fine. Then, hey, follow that dude. <laughs> and I say dude because it better be a man if it's your preacher. Mm -hmm. But it's so true. You see all these big, shiny teeth preachers on Oprah and coddling her and letting her know that she's okay because she's given millions and she's got orphanages. Oprah is an elite. She's a Luciferian. Yeah. And she's had Joel Osteen, T.D. Jakes. Uh, there's some other ones on there that... Basically, if you've been a guest on Oprah, you're no friend of mine. Yeah. Sorry, Chip and Joanna Gaines. Yikes. I just think they're <laughs> I just think they're young and ignorant in their walk. I don't think they're young in their walk. No? No. I, they don't have a walk. Well, By I mean, their own words, Chip doesn't think we need to read a Bible. Well, I don't know how much he reads to begin with. Well, <laughs> I don't read that often. The only book I read is the Bible. Mm-hmm. I'm just. I'm not saying you can't watch their show. It's a family-friendly show. I'm just saying, don't, don't, don't look to them for spiritual anything. Yeah, don't go to the uh, what do they call that place they live in down there? Silos. The silos for your doctrine. Yeah, I'm. Go Joanna, there for your home improvements and your design. Joanna said God told her to build this business. I'm sorry. No, you have four children. Now you have five. Mm -hmm. God would have never said put these kids in daycare. I don't know if they go to daycare, but I'm sure they got she's nannies. not raising them. He never would have said, stop raising these kids and build a, a multi-million dollar business. She's not a Proverbs 31 wife? No, she's not. And she better not carry a purse that says that. I'm sure she does. She probably has 
one for every day of the week. I actually doubt it. So I, I don't know how we went from. It just happens. Don't question yeah. the process. Hey, I like it, though. It is a good time. Don't trust in man. Trust in God. And I just want to touch on this one news article real quick. I got it out of the Western Journal. We touched on this story whenever it happened. Was it a year ago? Man, have we been on that? Been on there that long? But the, from the Western Journal, the author is Jack Davis, pro-life father running for Congress after Biden DOJ tried to lock him up for 11 years. Hmm. So this is a man. It says a man who knows the price of standing up for what he believes wants to bring those beliefs to Congress. Mark Houck, who was arrested by the FBI after an incident outside of an abortion clinic, but later cleared of federal charges by a jury, is running for Pennsylvania's first congressional district. So the backstory is this man and his son were out witnessing in front of an abortion clinic. And maybe they had signs. I, I can't remember exactly. Maybe they're saying abortion is murder. Free speech. Free speech. They are allowed to do that. They were in public property. And some leftist nut wing job pushed this man's son. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you this, and I can't say it on the air because then it's on record. You push my kid. Things are going to happen. Yeah. This man had every right. and But all the people saw was this guy, Mark Houck, protecting his son and they said they hit this guy whatever so he's one and i believe he's a catholic but what happened was and it went viral the fbi showed up at his house guns drawn you know ars they had ar-15s huh hmm the libertarian to me comes out in there because mm-hmm. today biden's you know trying to jack the price up on buying an ar-15 1000 percent. that's a different story for a different day but anyways they arrested this man like he was some hardened gun smuggling, you know, mm-hmm. Russian gun smuggler. Oh, no, we trade those back for basketball players. Right. He was just a family man. You could have probably sent your sheriff's deputy to say, hey, Mark, you got to come with me. Mm-hmm. He's a law by He wasn't barding himself in. It wasn't Waco. This is where we're at today in this country. And I like to inform people of what's going on. I don't worry because, really, if it all falls apart, it all falls apart. But they've weaponized the DOJ. They're going after family men like this. But good for this man. Mm -hmm. The elections are the elections, but he's saying, you know what? I'm going to thumb my nose at the state of Pennsylvania and the DOJ. I'm going to run for Congress. Mm -hmm. My case was thrown out. So good for Mark Houck. Check him out. He's got a testimony at the House Judiciary Committee. He quotes the Book of Esther. He's a, a good dude. You know, we like the book of Esther on this show. Mm-hmm. These are the stories we want to bring to you. I hope you guys enjoyed today's show. Becky, I enjoyed your enthusiasm. You started out a little slow, but... All well, we there got, was a cat distracting us yeah, at the all, beginning. All we got to do to get Becky worked up is talk about false teachers, and she's back in it. Mm-hmm. If you guys want to help keep us on the air, 509-818-7818. For Becky, I'm Matt. Until next time, remember, be sober, be vigilant. To the old me. God made me a new. And I'm so grateful. I'm lucky I'm even in the room. I know they want to kill kids in the womb. Try to get to heaven. Here's the interview. Praying soon enough.